growing up, I was a skate rat. They called me a skate rat, right? I was into skateboarding back in the day. Was that before or after your rapper stage? Uh, before. Okay. <laughs> so skate rat turned rapper. Start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, a behind-the-scenes, unfiltered, almost forgot that, no-holds-barred look at the realities of the location-independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav, and I've got to wear a hat today because my hair is getting a little out of control. Got a little bit of summer hair going on, Jaybird. <laughs> Uh, nice to see that hair. I am Jason, and we're the co-founders of the community Location Indie. You can learn more at locationindie.com. We're all about the travel, the freedom, and the lifestyle. Trav, I was just thinking as you were reading the intro, or not reading the intro, spaddling off, spraddling off, rattling off the intro, there were a couple things I love unfiltered. And one thing I wouldn't like unfiltered, I like my location-independent lifestyle business talk unfiltered. I like some of my beers unfiltered. I wouldn't like my coffee unfiltered. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that would be weird. I, mean, I don't like weird. coffee anyway, but I that would be even worse. You're right. <laughs> Some things just aren't gonna work unfiltered. But the pod, the pod, the unfiltered look behind the scenes that does certainly, certainly, certainly work. As yeah. as we go through here, we've been being unfiltered. So for I don't know how long now, Jay, years we've been being an oh, unfiltered yeah. look. Well, I mean, listen, the, on, the only way to be in life is to be unfiltered, right? Just be on. Yeah, I, I guess you got to filter sometimes. Anyway, we're not talking about filtering today. I, I, I do want to give you the unfiltered reality, though. I am recording this at my in-laws uh, at, in the bottom bunk of my uh, wife's childhood bedroom. So, you know, I, I've gone back to like... I don't know what, six or seven years ago when I first recorded the Zero to Travel podcast and I was in like in a bedroom in my mom's room, you know, and it's like I've done a lot of podcast episodes like hunched over on a bed, which is uh, I don't know if that says anything about my professionalism as a podcaster. Um, but it, well, isn't that the point <laughs> that like professionalism doesn't have to be a term? I mean, you want to do a good I, I see, you know, doing a good job at something and doing something well to me does not equate always to professionalism right. like i i don't know when i hear professionalism i think like buttoned up and yeah uh kind of like you know all corporate i guess and that's that's also not professionalism so that's not the definition of it. but yeah like that's the beauty of the location independent lifestyle it's like you get to determine what professionalism means to you and for you hey it's the rural norway bottom bunk sessions today and for you uh professionalism means usually not wearing any pants right well, I mean, <laughs> do shorts count as pants? If if yeah, if pants yeah. are different than shorts, then yeah, I would say ninety five percent of the time I'm not wearing pants because I'm wearing shorts. But if shorts count, then it's only fifty fifty between like boxers or something over my boxers. This, Does that count? Yeah, sure. This could be a whole episode. Actually, we could talk about the illusion of professionalism, but we'll have to table that for another time, Trav, because I was uh, out for a nap walk. You're familiar with the nap walk, right? Taking my son out for a walk in the stroller so he can sleep. And I was thinking about 
what we're going to talk about today. And the one thing that crossed my mind was this concept of lifestyle business that we talk about here on the podcast. But when you flip that, business as a lifestyle also naturally, I think, becomes a part of this equation. And what I mean by that is, and and I'll explain a little bit and then I want to hear your thoughts, but um, if you think about any lifestyle that you've lived in your life, like growing up, I was a skate rat called me a skate rat, right? I was into skateboarding uh, back in the day. And uh, I guess was that, that was before when, like, or ap- after your rapper stage? Uh, before. But... Uh, okay. So skate rat <laughs> turned rapper. Yeah. We, um, we skated everywhere, but like skateboarding was illegal in a lot of places. So it was very much its own sort of subculture, I guess. Um, but, you know, as a skater, when you went out into the world, you saw things related to skateboarding everywhere. You're like, can I grind on that? Can I jump off of that? Can I somehow slide off of that and and spin or something? You know, everything you saw was sort of related to skateboarding. Your social circle was a group of skateboarders. So you could have social interactions, but also you were exchanging knowledge and learning from each other, right? So I think when you get around any lifestyle, um, you know, you become sort of involved with it on many levels. And when you start a business, a lifestyle business, business also becomes a part of your lifestyle. And that was something that I was thinking about today because I, I think it's it, it's very important because it sets yourself up to, I don't want to say be successful because you have to define what success means to you first, but you certainly puts up your antenna to use the skateboarding analogy, right? If you're if you start a business, well, now you're, you're kind of got your eyes open for things that could improve your business. You're maybe got your eyes open for other business opportunities. Your social circle, you might add some more entrepreneurial friends into your social circle. Then you start exchanging information and that makes you better. So, you know, a lot of times when we talk about the lifestyle of travel or um, just being location independent, having your, your, your freedom for your time and all that. One thing that we I don't think we've talked about too much is how business becomes a part of that lifestyle, even if you don't think of yourself as a business person, going back to what you said with like this perception of professionalism and buttoned up in corporate. So I just want to hear your thoughts on this as we flip the lifestyle business term a little bit and kind of talk about this. I, I think you're dead on. I think the word you used is, I forget the word you used, but I, when you said it, I was thinking you're more in tune with the stuff that's out there because you're, and you're more aware of it. I think one of the the hard things to realize, and and I probably even haven't thought of this until you brought it up on this podcast, is that when you first start down this path, it's very easy to overwork yourself. I think that's a natural inclination because you want something so bad, and because you know e- either it's a side hustle or then when it does become full time, you don't really have a boss telling you, "Hey." turn it off. Like, you know, you need to get this done or you don't leave the office, which a lot of people are dealing with now during COVID anyway. Maybe maybe this is an issue for people who aren't just going off on their own, or it is an issue for people who aren't just going off on their own. You come back and, and there's not this delineation between like, oh, I was at work and now I'm at home or here is my work day and here is my personal life. It, you know, everything starts to overlap. And so one of the tough things to do when you when you're doing stuff and creating your own business and your own path forward is to set those boundaries. Now, 
And we've talked about that on the show and we have strategies for doing that. And we talked about how that's a journey and, and still is. I have gotten way, way better at it. I know you have gotten way better at it to the point that I'm almost kind of considering myself a nine to five worker now. Right now, it's not maybe five days a week, but I, if it, it actually, that idea of nine to five and wanting to break out of it, I'm kind of coming back to and saying, hey, that's fine. Now, I don't love nine to five, maybe nine to two, nine to three. Nine, let's say, you let's say nine to five on your terms could mean, you know, 10 to two right. or, you know, whatever. Exactly. But, but like having that stability is good. But, but so I almost see that as like, that is a tough obstacle to get past. But what is really cool, and you hit on this, is like, to me, that's a different animal. That's like the time you're working, right? But then I don't consider it work when I am away from the computer, out taking a walk, and kind of brainstorming stuff and seeing a small business in my town. And my mind is different because I own a small business and thinking, oh, that's really cool that there, I'll give you an example. I was walking by a brewery right when COVID happened. And instead of them just selling gift cards of, hey, buy a $50 gift card now, use it later, which I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, I'd support this small business. They were doing something interesting where they said, hey, if you buy, like essentially, if you pay 50 bucks now, you'll get a six pack or two six packs every month for the next four months. So the value of it was like 75 bucks, right? So they were being creative. It wasn't just like, oh, help us out, buy a gift card. We're going to give you something extra, you know, and it's a win-win for both of us. And so I remember walking by that and thinking, oh, this is cool. Like, can, can virtual businesses do that? Right? So I, if I didn't have my own business, I probably just would have thought, Okay, cool. Like I, I wouldn't have thought of it through the same lens. And so I do want people to see that there's a difference between the, like working, like sitting there doing the work and maybe overworking yourself. But then the positive side for me, and I've never tried to shy away from this, is just the thinking about it. And see, and as you mentioned, seeing the opportunities and being in tune with it because the to business becomes when you kind of go down. Yeah, when you go down this path, like you do it, a business can be and should be fun. And so now it's like, oh, my daily life just has another layer added to it of let's think through things through a business mindset. Like this is pretty cool. Let me see opportunities that come up that I wouldn't have been aware of before. Especially when you get to the point where you can be working on the business and not in the business as much. And we're fortunate where they have such an incredible team. Shout out to everybody on the team listening. We can do that. I mean, it's certainly no chore for me uh, as I take my daily walks with my son, you know, up here in rural Norway. It's like the mountains, the trees. There's some blueberries growing that we're picking, you know, things happening like that. Lots of stuff happening out in the country. And my and my mind, essentially. So walking around thinking, oh, what am I going to talk to Travis about on the podcast? Say, what are we going to share with people? How can we give them a new insight, a new perspective? That's not work to me. That's fun, you know? And one of the other things I wanted to touch on in regards to business becoming a part of your lifestyle when you start a lifestyle business is this idea of um, freedom to explore without limits. And just to use another parallel, when you think about any type of lifestyle, if you're like a surfer and you're into the surfing lifestyle or you're into whatever, I said skateboarding, you insert whatever, those are all like kind of lifestyles you can think about. It's not just about the activity you do. There's a lot of lifestyle stuff associated with that. Yeah, some, the, for some people, it could be like fashion. It. it could be, yeah, the culture, everything. 
um, there is certainly a culture in business. And the question is, I think we think in lifestyle business, as we talk about culture, it's a very healthy culture, I feel, right? You could look at uh, like startup world as a, a, you know, even though they're starting businesses, you could say, oh, it's apples to apples, you know, two people starting businesses. But it, we don't really think that because it is a different culture. And there are parts of the lifestyle business culture that we embrace and we get to hang out with other people that are into this idea of, hey, let's like live our best lives and start a business. And then business is going to become part of our lifestyles, even though we might not think it is. But when you're, say, a surfer, you're not thinking about the limits you have, like with what you can do, right? You're not like, oh, well, like here's, here's my ability now. And, and I'm just, I'm never going to be able to catch a tube, catch a barrel. So I'm just going to kind of be satisfied with riding these smaller waves and I'm never going to try and improve and get better. I'm never going to, it's like, you don't do that because you're like into this thing. So you're just constantly trying to improve. You're trying new things. You see what works, what doesn't, and you push yourself in different ways because inevitably you get to a place where you're like, all right, at first you paddled out and it was super uncomfortable to hit those, that white water. Then you're like, all right, this white water's boring. Now I can go further out and catch the wave. Then I'm eating it for a bunch of months or whatever. And now I can catch the wave. All right, what's next? You know, now I'm going to go to bigger waves or this break or whatever. It goes on and on. And the same thing happens in business and also your ability to earn, I think. So this idea of the fun around I don't want people to think, oh, well, this business is going to become infused with my lifestyle. That doesn't sound like much fun because there might be a perception of thinking about that professional buttoned up corporate person. But think about the fun that you have, the freedom to explore yourself, your business, the ability to grow and explore without limits. There's no limit to what you can build, what you can earn, how you build it, how you incorporate your lifestyle into it. It's really an unlimited thing that you can shape and mold like an artist. And that's a... Uh, one of the things I love about entrepreneurship in the way that we believe in it. One of the things that I've loved about becoming an entrepreneur, and if you're scared by that word entrepreneur, you're scared of the word of building a business, you know, again, you're thinking of it in terms of I have to be quote unquote successful, like entrepreneurs are Steve Jobs and Jeff Bezos. And like, right. yeah, those exactly. are entrepreneurs. Elon just Musk. Like LeBron, yeah. yeah, just like LeBron James is a basketball player. But if you go out and shoot hoops, that makes you a basketball player too. You might not be trying to reach the levels of, of LeBron James. That's fine. You can still go and have fun and enjoy something and do it to a level that isn't at the top level. And, and most of us will do everything in our life never to that top, top, top level, right? Very few people ever get there for anything. And so when you were talking about the word that came to my mind was hobby. And so I don't want people though to think, hey, I really want to create a location-independent lifestyle. Business is my hobby because th that's a slippery slope when it comes to the amount of work you're doing. It, you know, There comes a point where you have to say, hey, am I going to do this for real and really make a go of it or really go full-time with this or whatever? Or am I just going to kind of play with this as a hobby? But again, that kind of, to me, is the separate work side, right? There is the actual work you're doing and then there's the, the hobby on on the mind side of oh this is cool like i am just i'm enjoying it i'm seeing creative same as an artist would go and maybe you're a sculptor and you walk into a museum and and but because you're an artist you have a deeper appreciation of a painting because like yeah you might not paint 
but you you understand the craft and and the time it took someone to do that because you've been able to do it. That's for me the best part, or or honestly, well, the best or or one of the very best parts of being an entrepreneur and having my own business is that I can now see other small businesses. My buddy owns the bookstore in town, right? Totally different from what you and I, Jay, uh, do. But I can like see how he's doing it. We can talk business, you know. We can talk about different strategies. I can, you know, either you know either give him advice or just hear him, and he can hear me, and that's fun, right? So not only is it is it that you can see stuff through a different light and appreciate stuff in a different way, but on the other on, on top of that, I have found that building a business has been one of the most empowering and confidence building things that I've ever done in my life because I can say, wow, I I did this. Like, yeah, it's fun for me. Yes, there are hard times, but now I I like when I get to say I'm an entrepreneur, when people ask me what, like what I do and I get to essentially tell them, hey, I built this thing from the ground up, like that's a really empowering thing that permeates through the rest of our life. And again, as you mentioned, the business kind of then leeches out into the rest of your lifestyle because you feel an empowerment by saying, I was able to do something that a lot of people don't do. And now when I meet someone who owns an ice cream store that I really respect, I can like anyone can talk to them and tell them good job. But when I do it, I feel a little bit like a little bit better. Like, hey, I've got a small business too. Like you've made it. I've made it. Like this is pretty neat. You feel a kinship to those people. Same as you would as if you went out on the waves you and you met another surfer. You're like, you just know they've been through similar things. And that's yeah. that's a pretty neat place to be. Yeah, absolutely. As we kind of come to the end of the po- this podcast, one of the things that I really wanted to pull out here is this idea of if you're somebody who thinks you're not a business person or you never want to be a business person, that's fine. Like inevitably business is going to become a part of the lifestyle in, and I think a very natural and organic way. Um, at least that's how it's happened for me. You know, you're following your curiosity, you're around it, you're learning about it, you're growing something for yourself. And this is all like, becomes sort of um, the intention behind the lifestyle business is very, very strong in terms of wanting to build your life, wanting to build the business around your life, right? So you can be fulfilled. Uh, It doesn't mean you're going to be happy all the time, but you can be fulfilled. You can be be, uh, very much at peace with how that balance is always shifting, but you're always working to like kind of rebalance that. Right, that's kind of the lens through which we're we're seeing the lifestyle business. But the business being the lifestyle, or and, and if that scares you, the business becoming part of your lifestyle, don't let it. Because I think that, like you said, Trav, you're dividing up those things. We're not talking about that you're sitting in front of your computer doing emails at two in the morning every day. But if you're thinking about your business and it becomes a part of your life in your off quote unquote off time. It's going to happen naturally. It's going to happen organically. And it's not a, a bad thing. It just kind of becomes part of what you do. Yeah, I agree that I, I just want people to, if you are scared of that, because I know I am at times too. I was just reading a book this morning that talked about the basically the fear of thinking big. And a lot of times people are afraid to think big because when they think big, they they multiply 
the the stress or the problems that they have of like, well, if I was if my company was five times bigger, wouldn't I have five times the stress or five times the employees or five times I'd have to do five times the work? And that is not necessarily the case. And honestly, probably not the case if you do it right. It doesn't multiply like your impact that you can have and the money that you can make and and the good stuff that you can put out into the world. If you 5X that, that doesn't necessarily mean you're 5Xing all the problems as well. And so you know, I, I do want people to understand that there is a big difference as Chris gets ready to buzz us out between business taking over your life and business being a very, very positive influence and factor in your life when it comes to the mental side and just changing the way that you look at things and just changing the, the fun factor in your life. Jay, uh, you know, I, I just want to bring this up real quick as we get out of here. To me, you know, as someone who grew up playing sports all the time and and loving sports for for a lot of reasons, but some of it was that competitive nature, right? Like I played sports every single season because I just wasn't always the best at every sport, but I loved being a part of a team and I loved competing and I loved being able to measure yourself, right? Like you out and play basketball, like you know how you did that day. Like there it's measured, right? And business has taken kind of uh, that place. Like I still play sports to some degree, but business has has kind of filled that gap a little bit too, because it is like no, no one's telling you you have to do certain things certain ways. And so you can be creative, you can get better, you can up level, you can sometimes you don't have as good a days and you could say, all right, why did that not work as well? Right. So it's kind of filled that gap that sports fills for a lot of people for me. Yeah. So lifestyle business, business lifestyle, Take from it what you will. Wanted to have that that uh, that conversation today, so thanks for indulging us. Jay just wanted an excuse to record from the bottom bunk, guys. He's <laughs> like, we got to get one in here so I can record from the bottom unfiltered. bunk. Unfiltered. <laughs> totally unfiltered. Thank you guys for listening. If you want to check out everything that we are doing, you can go over to locationindie.com. Uh, if you've never been there before, definitely hop on the email newsletter list. We've got a lot of cool stuff that we're doing over the next couple months. So you can you could be some of the first to hear about the new programs we're running. We might be running some workshops. We've got our, um, our in-person event. As long as COVID cooperates, we'll be doing that in 2021. Um, so make sure you hop on the email newsletter list. That is by far the best way to stay in touch with us. So if you're listening and you've listened to this podcast before, or this is your first time, you've never done that locationindie.com. go sign up for the email newsletter and you will be, um, kept abreast of everything that is going on inside the location indie world. There you have it. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye.